You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Kelsey Charles and Megan Murray here, and you are listening to Girls Talking Boys in partnership with SB Nation. Hello. It's Friday, Friday. Gotta get down on Friday. You know, I love that you are my podcast host and queen, (laughs) but I'm really hoping that you don't get scooped from this show in lieu of like an actual recording contract. Like it's an actual greatest fear of mine at the moment. People tell me that I have a voice that's like a combination of Fergie and Jesus. So really, yeah, Jesus. <laughs> you don't even know what movie I'm quoting, do you? No, of course I don't. <laughs> Step Brothers. That's going to be part of your uh, <laughs> movie journey that we're going to take you on. Okay. Well, for the record, see, here's the secondary problem with me and movies. Even the ones I've seen, like Step Brothers. Then you can quote a line and I will like totally forget it. I'll be like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) And I've seen that movie like several times, which is even more embarrassing. Whatever. It's a great one. I have other redeeming qualities, if you will. Yeah. (laughs) Follow her on Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) Which also, even funnier. So um, I'm on dating apps. And by on dating apps, I mean occasion, very occasionally. I'm very bad at them. Man, I download them one day and maybe talk to a few people and then I immediately forget that I did that and I don't touch them in weeks. Like, we are the reason why dudes think that girls on dating apps are just catfish because we're actually real, but then we forget. And I'm like, I'm like oh, it's like, it's like 14 days, like too late to go back and be like, hey, like about that last question, like I'm doing well, thanks. <laughs> I messaged someone back from like a year ago and I was like, Hey, sorry, my phone died. <laughs> <laughs> well, he thought it was funny. So did it, see, that's good. That's really good. I like that. Actually, I might need to use that. Hey, my phone died for like You're welcome. a month. <laughs> um, but I say that because there's this guy. And again, if you guys follow us on Twitter, you've probably seen um, me catch a lot of flack and rightfully so for the lack of movies that I have seen. Well, I can't tell you how many times, and I think one of my responses was like, you know, I can't tell you how many times a dude has like tried to tell me like, oh, I'm going to like, I'm going to like lock you in a room for the weekend and we're going to watch all these movies. Well, it's all creepy. It is a little creepy. It's lock like, me in a room. <laughs> no. Like, what was No. <laughs> Anyways, um, I definitely got another dude to like say that again. He was like, She's like, oh my gosh, you haven't seen any movies? Like, that's going to change. I was like, I'm 30 years old. It hasn't changed yet. Like, I doubt you're going to be the one. Like, I'm just saying. Like, even if you are the one, you're probably not going to be the one to change that. 
I don't know. Maybe for the one, you'll start watching movies. Maybe so. I don't know. I feel like. I mean, you did have, you did watch like Star Wars and stuff. You're right. I did do that for a boy. It can be done. It can be done. Never say never. Never say never. We're both going to get contracts. This is podcasting. Really? Don't tell RJ, but this is a ruse. Like we're just trying to make sure that record labels hear how great our voices are. That's all we're doing on this, this show. This is the voice. I <laughs> <laughs> um, just want to be on, who's on, who even judges that show anymore? Blake Shelton? Yeah. Like you act like I watch TV too. <laughs> <laughs> now that I have a lock on. You do. You do. All other like, like dude, Reoccurring content is like your alley. Like that's your- Oh, 100%. See, the problem what I have with movies is that I don't want it to end. So oh. like I'm much better with, it, not that I want to watch a movie go on for like five hours. I want to watch like, like a plot build over like multiple episodes. Like that's, that's my jam. Yeah. But also to that saying that, um, uh, Big Brother started yesterday. I was going to say, I was like, that's why you like Big Brother. I've become a live feed person. I watch the live feeds. I have them on while I'm working in the background. No. What is wrong with me? Literally, that is so creepy. (laughs) Just hanging out with my friends. Like, remember Panda Cam when that was the thing when we were younger and I was like, I'm going to watch the cameras at the zoo. Yeah, Bow Bow. Yeah. For sure. that's you right now. Like you're panda camming it so hard. It's like, it's like a straight shot of serotonin while I'm just like pretending I'm in the big brother house. (laughs) I would be really good at that game. I'm just saying. I feel like you definitely. What's up CBS? Yeah. (laughs) Also at the voice at big brother. (laughs) We're going to lose our job. First of all, the voice is a joke, but CBS, my DMs are open. (laughs) (laughs) Come through. Um, I'll be there. Wow. I do not even know how we got there, but I'm glad that you started watching. I was just looking for any way to talk about it. I'm sorry. Yeah. I miss it because I was, so this week has been my orientation week at, um, at UT for my, my grad school. And like, it's not usually going to be this way, but I've been doing all day classes some Sunday through Friday, which has been like kind of bonkers. Like, I feel like I'm in college again, but like times a million, like college on crack, which has been, it's been really fun. I'll be honest with you. But, um, so I didn't get to see the premiere, but I am committed not to watching it three times a week because Lord knows I don't <laughs> have the capacity for that. Uh, but I will have, watch a You have more time than you think. <laughs> yeah. We'll work on that. Don't worry. I'll keep you updated. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm very invested. This is an all-star season. So I already know everyone that's on the cast. Oh, what about the guy, the banana guy, right? The banana guy. Dude, Johnny Bananas? Did I make this up? Oh, that's on the challenge. Oh, hell. He did win, though. So. <laughs> this is me trying. <laughs> oh, sweetie honey. <laughs> this is me trying. Great track from the Taylor Swift album, just saying. <laughs> Great album. Listen to it all the way through. Yeah, actually, that's a really good song. I like all the songs. Everything on that album. Yeah, every single one. Anyways. I really like, I really got to know it very well when I was in the bottom bunk at a bachelorette trip. Yeah. When it came out by when, myself. When it came out, you were on a bachelorette trip. 
uh, and it was like 12, it was like midnight, 12. It was supposed to be in Mexico, RIP. Yeah, RIP that, thanks. That plan. Thanks, thanks to the vid for that. Um, but it was you, me and Dave like texting about Taylor Swift and then I passed out because I'm a normal human. And I kept going. <laughs> and I kept going. And I woke up the next morning. She's like, I listened to it all the way through. I know everything. Like, here's my assessment of the albums. Here's what happened in this song and who she's talking about. And I'm like, oh my God, I love yeah. you so much. You're an animal. I, I can't be, I can't be tamed. Cannot be tamed. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so speaking of other things we're passionate about. Yeah. I was going to say, that's a great segue. Um, We'll talk about what was supposed to happen this week, which was some football. But before, um, as you guys know, Meg and I obviously love all the sports, but we feel really strongly about um, things that are bigger than sports too. And that is just like something that is really important to us, like a key, that's just something that's important to us. And like that will never change. And um, yep. if, you guys, about it. if you guys saw this week, um, there was Dak Prescott, um, you may know him. He actually sent a letter um, to the Oklahoma governor and the Oklahoma Pardon and Parole Board on behalf of a black death row inmate, Julius Jones, who was sentenced to death for the 1999 murder of Paul Howell, who's a white businessman from Edmond, Oklahoma, during a carjacking. Um, so I feel like, I mean, this is, this is big. Um, he's not the first athlete or public person to lend his name to this case and to calling for a la Kim Kardashian West very much so and actually she has a role in this too so I'll tell you that in a minute but um apparently I mean it's it's received widespread attention and so we're going to talk about it for a minute because I well anything that Dak does because he's a Dallas Cowboy and he's quarterback one is going to receive widespread attention but it's so outside the normal lane that you see him in so I think that's why people like were like what yeah I think that's exactly it Meg because you know I mean obviously he's had his faith finished fight foundation and he's done a lot of fantastic work with that and he's done a lot of work with like colon cancer obviously he lost his mother to that um and he's also lended his name to other causes as well because he's just a phenomenal human being um but seeing him take a, a stance like he made that main that donation earlier this year um <clears throat> in return terms of like towards police reform um yeah. and then also him you know speaking a million up, dollars mind you right speaking before he even had a semblance of a deal in place exactly so these are things that are newer for him to be involved in at least publicly and i think it's something where we're seeing more and more players get whether it's more comfortable or feel more impassioned about lending their name to this, um, these types of things. And so I'm just, we're going to give you guys kind of the overview of it just because I feel like, um, you know, like Dak was involved. And so we're going to talk about it. So um, again, Julius Jones is, is who is the inmate that he wrote the letter on behalf of looking for a potential pardon or, you know, some not receive the death penalty, if you will. Um, but he's not the first person in the public eye to reach out about this case and give it coverage or try to, you know, work through a potential alternative solution. So Viola Davis, I'm sorry, Viola Davis, wow, words are hard yet again, produced a docuseries. Viola Davis too? Yeah. No, no, wait for this list. 
Wow. She produced a docuseries that aired on ABC in 2018 called The Last Defense. Um, And then there's also the Julius Jones uh, Coalition, which has helped draw more than 6 million signatures on change.org, a petition calling for Jones um, to be freed. There's also been high profile other athletes with ties to Oklahoma, like Blake Griffin, who is a former OU basketball star, uh, Trey Young, Buddy, I always mess up his last name, Buddy, Buddy Heald, 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 yeah, um, he's with the Kings now, and then Russell Westbrook and also Baker Mayfield have written letters to state officials on Jones's behalf. So Prescott isn't the first, but I would definitely say, you know, obviously it, it raises, um, raises didn't hear about it, any of that. So, yeah. So, um, interesting to say the least, basically the crux of the issue at hand is that, um, there's Jones, Jones's team is arguing that he didn't receive a fair trial for various reasons, um, that not all the sides of the parties were actually testified appropriately. Um, evidence maybe was placed and he feels like he was framed, um, so on and so forth. So that's kind of, you know, the reason why this has brought so much attention, if you will. And I think on top of it, <clears throat> there's um, a lot of studies out there, and there's a recent study too that is cited in this Times in this Time article, which Time is the one that exclusively received this letter um, from the from the city officials or state officials from Oklahoma. So they're the one that wrote this big piece on on Dak's involvement in this. But um, they cite a Harvard Civil Rights um, Civil Liberties Review and a study in that, that the overall execution rate for defendants convicted of killing a white victim is 17 times greater than the execution rate of defendants convicted of killing a black victim. There's also a 2017 study in the Northwestern University School of Law's Journal of Criminal Law and Criminology found that in Oklahoma, non-white suspected of killing white victims were three times more likely, excuse me, to receive a death sentence than those who killed non-white victims. There's also a pair of mishandled executions in 2014 and 15 in Oklahoma that um, actually put the death penalty on the state in the state on hold, but Oklahoma plans to resume executions pending a federal court's review of new safety protocols. So, um, and also not to mention again, especially in light of where our, our country is right now. And then let's add another layer of the fact that Oklahoma, I feel like is under a microscope, you know, the Tulsa, the Tulsa massacres, like that, the, 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 Black Wall Street, things that a lot of people didn't know about, myself included, until very recently. So I think- Well, they also, uh, there was a Supreme Court case recently about um, trying someone um, who, if you commit a crime on an Indian reservation, and that was up to the Supreme Court. And uh, they were ruled to have their own authority over it. Wow. So there's just a, there's a lot going on. Oklahoma's popping right now. Yeah. And so I like what's you mentioned Kim Kardashian earlier. And again, I think we're seeing a lot of people who are taking and you in feeling a social responsibility as, you know, a, a stakeholder in society to use their platform for a greater purpose beyond just their own, their own, their own selves. And, um, you know, Kim Kardashian has been involved in some of these social injustice issues, as we all know. But apparently, if I'm reading the article correctly, um, word got to the producer of um, Just Mercy biography, um, his his Hollywood Hollywood producer, Scott Budnick. Who Great was, movie. 
He was a producer of, um, of Just Mercy, the bio, which is a biography about the Equal Justice Initiative founder, Brian Stevenson. So Scott Budnick, this Hollywood producer, hears about this case and is like, I know Kim, I, like, I know about Dak's work, I wanna get like Dak involved. I'm sure there was some stuff in between A, when he found out, and B, when he decided Dak was the person that he wanted to like talk to about this, which I am- it's Cool is that? Yeah. Um, but apparently like there was a meeting of the minds. And again, if I'm reading this correctly, it looks like, it seems like there was a meeting of the minds like in May uh, earlier this year with press, like a call with Prescott, Kim Kardashian, uh, the executive director of Prescott's foundation, Faith Finished Fight. And they basically were discussing the case and like, and Dak was asking a lot of questions and he was like, Hey, thanks for reaching out. I'm going to do some more research on my own. And obviously we've seen that he's done that and he felt compelled to act upon that with this letter. I mean, he's always leading the way, whether people want to agree with me or not about how awesome he is, but like taking the initiative and like really getting involved, you know, how big your name is, you know, that people like religiously stock like Cowboys stuff, you know, that that's going to get a lot of press, right? That says a lot about him. Yeah. And uh, you, you know, you say it gives a lot of press. It's also going to give press like in a good way and a bad way because not everyone's going to agree with you. Yeah. So I think of course like, not. no one agrees with anyone about anything <laughs> of course, for sure. Like that's, you can't, there's always going to be two sides of course, but um, yeah. So I agree. I mean, I think it's, I think it's really admirable that people and players that have positions are taking it upon themselves to do something bigger than just play a game. And obviously that's a big part of what they do is playing that game, but I think it's pretty cool. Like I, I really do subscribe to the theory that the more you're given, the more that's expected of you. That's just kind of how I live my life. And I feel like I have a lot of respect for people that do, you know, do similarly. And it seems like he's one of those guys. And so. Um, I feel like people like him and like Patrick Mahomes are really like, trailblazing this whole new because we've talked about this before like there's the old quarterbacks that are on their way out and then there's like the new guys and it's being led by Dak Prescott and by Patrick Mahomes yeah let me read to you part of this article or I'm sorry part of the letter that he wrote it's a line that um, I think you'll see a lot around social media just because it's it's pretty quotable it's pretty powerful Um, so Dak this is this is an excerpt from Dak's letter he said, the treatment of, of Julius Jones is the kind of mis- miscarriage of justice that African-American men like myself live in fear of. And that is why I feel compelled to use the influence that God has blessed me with to speak up for what I believe is right and to give a voice to those who cannot speak for themselves. My prayer is that he is able to salvage what remains of his life and that, though through the writing of a decades-old wrong, he will be restored to his family soon. So, um, yeah, I mean, I can't, this that, that line of, um, to, to give a voice to those who cannot speak for themselves. Like, man, that, that, that's, that's chill worthy. It's so powerful. He's so good with his, he's very measured, but he's like good with his words. When he like uses them to speak out, he really like puts his full weight behind it. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, um, I would encourage you guys to read the article. I think whatever your beliefs are. Um, it's, it's interesting to just kind of read about 
why he felt compelled to lend his name to this and how players are getting involved and what you can expect. I think, it, like you said, that he he's kind of on the forefront and leading the way of, you know, not compl- like there's other people like we I realize oh, like, 100%. 100% like you it's there's other people even in in the NFL obviously we know like hello Colin Kaepernick but it feels like there's yeah. in like Eric Reed uh you know Malcolm mm-hmm. Jenkins like I the list know, goes on of course I feel like it's becoming more and more acceptable and I also think that I feel like this is a bit newer for a Dallas Cowboys player to specifically be doing. Absolutely. And I hope that he is feeling that empowerment from like his team and the people that own it and everything else to be able to speak his mind because his voice is super important. Yeah. So cool stuff. Um, I'll tweet the article. Who Uh, knew that true crime and uh, the justice system and the Dallas Cowboys were all going to intermingle to give us this. It is the intersection of all of our interests, my friend. Truly. Um, so I will tweet the article. We'll post it out there for you guys. It's just from time. It's pretty, it's a good article. It's a decent read, but not too bad at all. Not too long. So I would encourage you to read it. It's good stuff. Good reporting um, from what I can tell and interesting and the letter itself is really powerful. It's all written in there as well. So you can read the full entire thing. So that's our quarterback. That's, that's my quarter deck. That's my quarter deck. Speaking of quarterbacks uh, and players and playing the things like sports, um, I have to say, like, I am a little, I was a little sad. Like, Listen, I'm really happy sports are back, obviously. And we've been seeing stuff posted on DallasCowboys.com. All my teams are disappointing me. Dude, I know. I didn't miss crying over my Dallas teams. I'll tell you that. But, like, I guess it's better than nothing. I'd rather feel something than nothing at all. Does that apply here? Because I feel like it does. Because I want it all (laughs) or nothing at all. Can someone please clip off all of our singing so we can have (laughs) a reel? We need a reel. We need a reel. At the voice. Yeah. At you just, you could just add it to the new Facebook or not Facebook. Well, actually kind of Facebook. Instagram app. Reels. Could you TikTok knockoff? Yeah. There's like a 10, 10 million of those. Um yeah. could you imagine if Simon Cow actually uh critiqued our singing, like what he would say? He would tell me that I'm garbage and I'd be fine with that. I'd be like I'd be like, Yes, sir. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways. I digress. Um, the Cowboys were supposed to play a game last night, and it was the Hall of Fame game, if you remember. I hate to bring it up, but I'm going to bring it up. It was going to be the Nooch's moment. The Nooch! The Nooch! I'm just sad for that because, you know, we – Because I wanted to say that. Honestly, I need a jersey. I just need a jersey. Like, it, it, it makes the most sense. Like, I – we we what both is new jerseys. One, right? One. Number one. Number, number one, one Ben DiNucci fans over here. <laughs> we are the starters. Just don't tell his girlfriend. Like we're the starters of his fan club. She's gonna be like, no, I am. Like, listen, 
I mean, she's more than welcome to come on board. Yeah, we can we can be three co-founders. She's from Austin, so she's cool. Yeah, we already established that we would probably be best friends anyways. Like, she feels very up our alley. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so. But yeah, it would have been great to be watching a, or would have been great to have watched a football game last night. Yeah, uh, versus Steelers, Hall of Fame game. Hall of Fame games, I mean, I get it. They're kind of like in preseason. That's like a sexy matchup for like a Hall of Fame game. Right? Yeah. Like I was actually kind of excited about it. Like I don't really get excited about the Hall of Fame games. Like they're like, oh yeah, whatever. Like you got to fly to Canton. Like and it, you know, being someone that like worked on the team side when I was doing training camp, like it was kind of like a logistical, it was just, I don't want to say, it wasn't a nightmare. I heard Canton's pretty lit in that, uh, Jerry Jones knows how to throw a party, so. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I didn't make it to that. I'm kind of bummed about that. Like, that was a misstep on my part. Um, I would love to see Justin Timberlake right up in my face, so. Imagine. <laughs> that must have, like, yeah. Just imagine what Jimmy would be doing. For real, though. He would throw it. He would throw one hell of a party. 100%. 100%. Jason and, would you know, the game, the game, too. But, like. <laughs> But what's-his-face won't be invited to Jason Witten's party. (laughs) Who is that guy? Oh, God. Anyways, we won't talk about that. Well, Um, I know – I don't really even know that tight end's name. I just knew, like, the guy – like Austin Hooper. Yeah, okay. Don't know him. I knew he was who he was talking about because he's actually relevant. Like, Joe. Whoa! Sorry. That guy is not. Also, I kind of believe that – Thing. But I'm not going to – I won't disparage his name. Yeah. Jason Witten. That's the thing about us. We can be as biased as we want, and I have yeah. no shame in that. <laughs> um, anyways, I was just kind of sad. Like, I'm excited that football's coming back. Obviously, um, again, we've been seeing the videos, like, on DallasCowboys.com and all of that. But it was just, like, another reminder, like, oh, man, like, well, they were supposed to have something fun going on last night. And you and I probably would have been, like, White claws in hand or something of that. No, one hundred percent down the street of the neighborhood, the neighborhood watering hole. Yeah, hundred percent. You will. We would have literally that or ranch waters, and like I would have had a side of French fries and ranch because, like, you know, always. That's what I do. Like we would have started with salads because we're not animals, but then that would have just been a band aid. French fries and ranch. That's what Kelsey Charles does. Literally. That's, that would, it would just been a band-aid for all the the di- like the transgressions to come. <laughs> She'd be like, okay, if they do this, then I'm buying everyone a shot. <laughs> hey, what was that that I did when I made that? Who was that? Was that Maher? Brett Maher. Oh, you know. I know, but I can't Get remember what you're like, If he makes this, because you never believe he's going to make it. No. You know, if he makes this, then I'm gonna buy everyone a shot. And then he this, made it. This is a true story. What game was but that? But then the rest of the game was terrible and we lost to the Jets. Oh yeah, it was a Jets. What a bad day. That was a bad day for everyone in all I was like, we can never sit at this table again. We lost that game and I lost a lot of money. Like unintentionally, obviously. Um, yeah, anyway. shots are not cheap. I don't miss paying for drinks, I'll tell you that much. I don't either. Like I've actually, my wealth, since I'm in accounting now, let me just tell you that my my, up and up. <laughs> my wealth has increased. 
<laughs> my, I don't I even have to be an accounting to tell you that I have more money than I normally do. My retained earnings more. are a lot higher now that I'm not spending money like an asshole at the bars. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. I am debiting my cash. I feel like all of y'all are going to hate me for even saying this. Sorry. Anyways, I'm done. Um, but no, they didn't agree. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we are getting closer games. I actually, um, since I am nerding out over all the, the school things, I got a, a planner. I got a planner. Is Kelsey nerding out? Yeah. No, never. Um, so I got a planner and I was writing, of course, obviously I had to write all the things I have to do, but then of course I had to write all the Cowboys games in there too. And okay. Wait, what? Pause. Okay. Okay. So I went on a live YouTube with Sid, ya boy, um, boy. and yeah, Dallas Cowboys for Life, their YouTube channel. Check it out. Um, but JTech, who I was on there with, did mention something that kind of shook me because I was we were kind of going over the schedule like a little bit. Like, what was your prediction for their like? Uh, record or whatever mm -hmm. so he said something because we were kind of going through it piece by piece and i realized i think my prediction would be completely different considering that there won't be fans oh when did we predict that before this happened obviously yeah well oh. not before it happened but before we realized there wouldn't be fans april right we when, when we all thought that there might be a chance that in the fall like it would all go away and we'd be happy happily ever after yeah. um yeah, yeah. yeah. i because he was like i go i um have us losing to seattle oh that's a great was, example well you know i did too but now that they don't have their fans there and i was like Honestly, without the twelfth man, like that's that's anybody's game. That's a great point. I actually didn't even think about that. Yeah, I didn't either until I, now. I always, I always, you always have to account for Seattle when you when you go up there. Like, exactly. I think if you went back and listened to that podcast that we did, I think that you would. I think our topic of conversation was like we struggle there because of that environment yeah silent snap cap like all that like you have to like really be in sync and then when you have you don't have travis frederick anymore like you you're not sure who's gonna be your starter like if you put like yep. a power biotic in that position like obviously he's great big 10 like you're i mean you realize like Even if it's house, 50 percent capacity like yeah dude or something like that but I'm not convinced they don't pipe in sound crowd noise which is illegal well, they pipe in sound noise anyways yeah they are whatever everyone except for us is cheating <laughs> yeah but there's there's no way that it would be enough that it would like because you know it would be like so empty in comparison like it wouldn't be as effective so you know now we win the bird gauntlet what's up oh man maybe we should maybe we should reassess our schedule our calendar I think maybe we should okay we're gonna go 16 and 0 bye Goodbye. The end. Done. Done. <laughs> Send us a trophy. You can mail it. No, then you really have to like, real, you have to truly only match on talent because yeah, there, the crowd can be an X factor. The environment can be an X factor. If you're in a hostile environment, you're not getting like garbage thrown at you at, at, at Lincoln field. Like that's got, that can be a thing. Oh man. If we just, 
that would, oh, that's a great point. Y'all can't throw eggs at the buses anymore because you ain't allowed in there, Philly. Hmm. Just like to see you hate from outside of the club when you can't even get in. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then let Chris Brown come in. Um, Everything's right. <laughs> everything's great everything's fine we're totally fine we're everything's normal we're not <laughs> beverages are not being had um yeah i like that idea we're gonna do that it's booked book it write it in pencil scribble it in add it to your calendar we're gonna redo the uh redo the schedule prediction okay great i love it um so <laughs> While we do that, make sure to add September 13th to your schedule because that's our first game at the ROMs. And um, then I believe like the 20th or something like that, August 20th is when they start to like, the Cowboys start to like get on the field and actually do some content. They're coming back for my birthday. Yeah. So make sure you guys also put on your calendars next birthday. The 24th. And buy her presents. You can send them to at P.O. Box. All I do is win, win, win. Golden. No matter what. Goons.net. Um, all right. I'm sure y'all's ears are bleeding now because I'm just rambling <laughs> at this point. So I appreciate you taking the time out of your day. Hope you got a lot of value out of this, except especially the last five minutes of whatever that was. Um, we're going to do that. Things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, like I said, we're going to tweet the article, article about Dak, time article. That's actually very valuable. Look into that. Read it. It's good stuff. Um, and then – we're going to mourn together the Hall of Fame game. But don't worry, guys, because that very important But the nooch will rise again. Nooch will rise again. Um, t- we got to figure out a name for um, what the nooch's fans are called and what a fan club's going to be. The We'll work on that. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> you going to say something. Yeah. And I want to know what it was. <laughs> Dude, I can't. I can't do you on, <laughs> on record at the moment. <laughs> like, it was going to be something so stupid. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Those things need to stay between you and I. There needs to be at least some semblance of vetting to the ish that comes out of my mouth. Like, yeah, help, help us come up with something so Kelsey doesn't just talk out of the side of her neck. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, yeah, so read the time article. Let us know what the new Chis fan club should be and what we should call his number one fans, ourselves. And then think about what you guys would do in terms of adjusting your schedule predictions, because I think we're going to do that. But um, you guys, we have a great weekend ahead of us. And by great, I mean socially distant and safe. So make sure you wear your masks so those guys can wear their helmets. Is that the same? Because I really need sports yep. back in the full capacity. Um, Meg, any final thoughts, any final words? Um, I am just excited that they're starting to do interviews and speak and give us some stuff to talk about. Yeah. Can't wait to do it. Yeah. Hopefully we get more of that. Amari's going to start his own brand. I'm definitely going to buy all the things. We know one Megan Murray is going to as well. So, oh, yeah. um, look out for I'm that. in there like somewhere. Definitely. Hopefully he has a swimwear line because we'd probably wear that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Hope. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. We had fun. Hope you guys have a great weekend. We're back again on Monday. As always, you can find us on the Blog and the Boys channel, wherever you get your podcasts, whether that's Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Stitcher. Download, rate, review, subscribe. You guys, it really does help us out, and we really, truly do appreciate it. All the five stars forever and ever. Amen. But as you go into the weekend, make sure you take this very important motto with you, Megan. 
Dallas forever, Philly for never. <laughs> Bye, guys.